Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, it's the Manchester Odyssey, uh, first one we're doing of 2021. We haven't recorded one of these for about three weeks, so we're not completely sure where we got up to. Uh, we think we're at, uh, at the start of a new um, issue. Uh, at the top of this one, it's it's got some little bit of speech as a preview, Sam. And it says, well, Mr. Logan, is Kenny staying with Rovers or going home with you? So the Kenny Logan thing is fucking still dragging on. Arthur Logan has been um, not acquitted, absolved, is that the word, of shooting yeah. Roy? Because he wasn't yeah, involved. Yeah. He'd been... Uh, Probably no apologies Roy... from Roy for like putting no. him in the frame for all that time. Because yeah. if I'd but been Arthur... accused of attempted murder and mm. my name had been dragged through the fucking press for weeks and weeks, right? Yeah. Um, and then eventually the guy who I'd accused had come out of his coma... And investigate the crime himself because he's had no faith in, he'd lost all faith in the police force. Mm. And then had said, Good news. Turn around to me and go, Oh, good news, Sam. I'm letting you off. I have done some digging and uh, good news. <laughs> I've discovered that you weren't the person. I go, Good fucking news. How about a fucking apology? Well, you're making it sound like I should be thanking you, right? You have, I will, my reputation will never recover from this. Right? Ever. I've been through a living hell. Yeah. I've had a breakdown in the last few months, right, because of all of this. And 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 it's all thanks to you. All I, I mean, I literally just turned up and had a few very mild crosswords with you about my son playing for your football team. And that was enough for you and the national media to suspect me of trying to shoot you in the fucking head. Ultimately, like I'm just trying to look out for on? my own interests. I've got an estate agency business, which I want to continue on, and I want my son to work there. Yeah. That's not a lot to ask. All of a sudden, I'm down here in England being accused of all kinds of abominable crimes. Yeah. You wonder it's why we hate on. the English. You, you wonder why the English is uh, regarded around the globe as a nation of lampards. <laughs> <laughs> Which we are, by the way. Of course we are. We are. I mean, if we're able to do, like, the top Lampard countries, there's only one fucking winner, and it's, it's England. Us. It's just England. It's I can't think us. of another Lampard country. No. No. Possibly the Canadians. No. 
But well, I don't know. Not really. The Canadians no, just get not. on with it, don't they? Considering their neighbours are fucking mental, they just get on with it. Yeah, they I just think, keep their heads down. I think, yeah, I think a lot of fair play to them. You've got yeah, the, no, uh, just Scandinavians the who are quite quite cool, and then you've got the Latins who are obviously a bit distant that, but that's not Lampard, is it? It's just right, us. they're the opposite. The Latins, the Latin yeah. countries are fucking the opposite of um of What's Lampards. No, it's just us. Yeah. We're a nation of Lampards. I wouldn't be surprised if post Brexit they actually put Frank Lampard's face on the Union Jack. No, on the Cross of St George. Sorry, right in the <laughs> fucking the middle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, Mr. Logan, is Kenny staying with Rovers or going on with you? And then we've got that bit at the top which tells us what's going on, so we'll, we'll, we'll read that because I've got no fucking idea what we talked about in the last episode. After helping to trap the man who had hired, who had tried to kill him, I need some glasses, Roy had persuaded one of the former suspects, Arthur Logan, to watch the final stages of a game in which Arthur's son, Kenny Logan, scored the goals which clinched Melchester Rovers' return to the First Division. Hurrah! Um, later as father and son prepared for a final and then in italics and inverted commas showdown <laughs> fucking hell they, this I is love like it when the they Lion King things, isn't it when they put things in italics and, and all that stuff it's like the person writing it thinks that they've just come across a really new like weird word that they're dropping in there to blow your mind with. So just to yeah. make sure that they're like, that it's, they're really landing how incredible their choice of word is. They've done it in italics mm. and in quote marks. Yeah, sure. Dan. It might've been a new word back then. I don't know. 1982. Doubt it. Might have been. A, no, because it's um, a like wild West word, isn't it? They invented it? it in the wild West. The fucking cowboys always having showdowns all well, over the place, weren't they? I'm just saying, I don't know. I can't turn back time. Um, so we've got that t- TV interviewer who keeps popping up, who doesn't have a name, mm. and he says, uh, Johnny, he's Johnny there with the a photographer. <laughs> Joy the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> John Hi. Cunt. Welcome to Melchester tonight. <laughs> I'm your host, Johnny the cunt. <laughs> and he says, Kenny, Roy's given his permission for me to interview you over television. Yes, television. Uh, I've set up... <laughs> Amazing, eh? <laughs> that's television for you though isn't it people who work in television think being in television is brilliant because they're oh, in television yeah yeah fuck yeah. me yeah yeah it's just they're television re- you cunt they're, they're so excited job. they're so excited I mean I'm friends with you know people who work who are t- TV professionals I mean we've both worked in TV but we would not call ourselves television people absolutely not far from no. it um, but there are it's some television. TV professionals it's the best many thing of them ever. Are, and they discuss telly on Facebook, like, you know, so, like, several mates who, I, I like them, but they'll all start discussing things that are on TV, right? Mm. But not, like, the sort of stuff that we might discuss, which is, like, <laughs> I don't know, weird stuff that was made years ago that we've somehow anything fucking with a, anything, dug out. Anything with a Glenia Larson production credit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'll talk about, you know, like, new shows that come out. I mean... Yeah. We don't usually discuss them because, to be honest, and this is quite snobby of me, but I don't care. I think that just watching TV in this day and age when all of the entertainment ever made is available Mm. to you at all times, the idea that you say, "What I wonder what's on telly and I'll just see what's being served up to me and I will passively accept it. I think that that's... 
I just sort of think that's so stupid and moronic. I think that if you if you look at what's on terrestrial channels and just go, oh, the new show's starting on the BBC tonight, I just sort of think, <laughs> but mate, you could watch any of the the entire history of the movie industry, right? Every television show that's ever been made, anything you want in the world is at your fingertips, and you're just seeing. You 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 thought, fuck it, I'll see what this new show. The, um, the wheel with Michael McIntyre is like, yeah, and then yeah. I. But why? Well, it's on, isn't it? I mean, they've gone to trouble, mate. I might as well see it. It's like, but why, mate? How could you possibly have time to <laughs> watch something that they've just put on telly? I mean, my mate, he is a bit. Um, he is by his own own admission a bit of a uh, technophobe, bit of a luddite, right? And he goes to me on Christmas Eve. Went, what's worth watching on? Um, what's worth watching? At Chris- on Christmas this year. <laughs> went, what? As, as if you've scoured the Radio Times. Yeah, that's what it was like. List. I went, what do you mean? And he went, what, what's worth watching? What are the things worth watching? Because he's thinking, oh, Sam might know. And I've gone, to be honest, mate, I said, you can watch the Likely Lads Christmas special on YouTube. Yeah, and he's like, mm. they didn't show this week. He went, but what's Christmas. on TV? And I went, well, you can... I said, um, if you actually, I'd seen someone say on Twitter, I said, if you go on BBC iPlayer, I said, they've actually done a, on the homepage just all of the Christmas specials of all of the classic comedies. Yeah. So it was everything, right? Um, and, and. Uh, what time's that on? <laughs> and he went, oh, the iPlayer. Mm. Yeah, I was hoping not to resort to that. I wanted to, like, stick traditional style to what was on the telly. And I was like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? It's not like 1983. Do you know what I mean? Watch what what you want. It's not like that. What film are they showing this year? Oh, not Escape to Victory again. No, that's that, that, that. You can watch any film you want, mate. Oh, bloody hell! Why are they showing that? Oh well, I suppose I better watch it. You don't have to watch anything. And these people who work in TV, they talk about it as if it's all important. And you know, ultimately, I kind of think TV, like, it's a bit like your the ninety-seven percent rule in humans. It's the same with TV. I mean, to be honest, ninety-seven percent of everything served up on TV. Is mm. fucking insultingly it's bad. Dog shit. Right? Yeah. But luckily, the 3% that <clears throat> is excellent uh, still constitutes millions of programmes. Well, I'll just give a, a quick recommendation at this point for this week's brand new um, 24 Hours in Police Custody. I don't know if you saw it last night. No. It's a two-parter. Second part's on... We're recording this on Tuesday, so the second part is on tonight. Uh, and it's this woman who's been accused of trying to get a hitman to kill her ex-husband. Mm. And the hitman that she got is this fella, I think she found on a dating website. John Hitman. He's called, he's called Earl Gernon. Oh. <laughs> and he's fucking great. He, tur- <laughs> he gets arrested, he's, he, and he turns up, and they're, they're searching him um, to see if he's got anything dangerous on him in the police custody suite. And they say, have, have you not got any keys for your residence? He says, no, no. He says, I live on a farm. It's in the middle of nowhere. I don't need keys. He goes, and my my dad's there. He lives there as well. And he's got a Rottweiler and a Staffordshire Bull Terrier and a load of guns. So no one's going to risk going down there trying to get in. (laughs) And then then the policeman who's searching him, he says, "Um, your trousers smell of cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my cannabis trousers. (laughs) <laughs> this is Earl Gernon and he, he only briefly featured in the first part I'm hoping the second part tonight is going to be all about Earl Gernon 
But um, your that's trousers really good. smell that, of that's cannabis. Yes, yeah, so what? Uh, Have a look at that. You... My trousers smell <laughs> of cannabis, do they? Well, is <laughs> that against dark. the law now? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so then he took the trousers off. I don't know if he was asked to or not, but he Have took them. them off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at that fucking excited. They're yours. Go and have a suck on them if you need a hit. Go on. Send them off to the fucking lab. Yeah, it's good fucking oh, waste of taxpayers' money. Send some bastard's fucking trousers to the laboratory to test them for cannabis. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's good telly. Where were we? So, anyway, yeah, this TV man. crew. Johnny the Cunt. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so yeah he's going to interview Kenny Logan and Logan says aye well you'll have to wait a minute I'm having a wee chat with my dad first and he is and there he's over in the corner of the it could be the players lounge hasn't it nice table there uh, yeah. padded seating against the wall ashtray everything you could need and uh, Arthur says television eh they're trying to turn you into a star already <laughs> and Kenny says that's not the only reason I joined the Rovers dad to become famous. This is a great club, and I'm proud to be wearing Melchester's colours. <laughs> I love the dad here as well. In this, this bar does look great, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, it's really Racy's nice. Fucking kitted this out, hasn't he? Yeah, he's fucking done to me on spec. This place. I want them padded seats right along the wall, like a saloon. I want <laughs> saloon doors. Can we get saloon doors put on? And I want, I want, um. Round, plain round four micro tables. I want a yellow plastic ashtray square on every one that says Pilsner <laughs> on the side of it, right? <laughs> I want the bar to be really polished so Plenty. that the barman can just slide a drink along it like on the movies. <laughs> That's fucking great, that, like that Humphrey Bogart cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, but he sat there... Um, the dad, and he's uh, he just looks the business actually. He's got his green suit mm. on, he's got a fuck off shirt with the collars outside of the lapels of his jacket, yeah, undone quite far, slightly Barry Gibb, um, awesome sort of disco handlebar mustache, and he's clutching yep. a, a, a small glass that looks like it's probably whiskey. And I don't know, like, yeah. there's something about him, I think, fucking hell, he's a formidable character. It definitely is. Racy's up against it here. Mm. Um, Racy's going to have to be fucking pulling... pulling. Racy's going to be out of his depth, basically, with this cunt. Mm. All of Racy's pretense is going to be shown for what it is. Well, he's already swung for me once, outside my rig. But luckily, he was fucking pissed, so he missed. What <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> he just drove off. Plus, his wife was there, and she was giving him fucking earache. So, in the end, the cunt gave up and got back in his car. <laughs> the way I see it is, as long as he stays nice and pissed up, which he looks like he probably will do, then I should be all right, because of my quicker reflexes, Blackie. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Don't worry, just say the word, and I'll fucking deal with him. <laughs> I'd watch it if I were you, Blackie. <laughs> You know what these Scots are like? If he does need dealing with, I might have to get fucking Duncan Mackay to do it. <laughs> he knows how they operate. <laughs> he's inside their fucking minds. <laughs> he's what? I, so, he's a tame Scotsman. I tamed him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can domesticate him. See. 
I tranquilised him, brought him down here and then net, tamed him. <laughs> Got him to play left back and take the pens. Uh, half an hour later, it says, as Roy himself was nearing the end of a television interview, and there's Johnny the Cunt saying, uh, can you give us any idea as to what happened at the police station, Roy? Oh, he's called Brian. There we are. Sorry, Brian. So we've given him Brian the Cunt. He's, he's not called Brian. That's just Roy's <laughs> doing a power play. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking TV cunt thinks he's Flash. Whatever your fucking name I'll is. I'll show him. I just call, all, I call him Brian. They're all called Brian. It under, Brian Moore. It undermines him. Sorry, Brian, I'm leaving it to the police to issue a statement right now. The name's, I want to try and forget about the whole messy business. The name's Tommy, actually. Tommy the cunt. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Brian. Now, <laughs> what do you want to ask me? <laughs> ask me anything about the cop, apart from the cop stuff. <laughs> I'm leaving it to the police to issue a statement. He's, he's instructed them to do it. Yeah. He says, uh, I want to try and forget about the old messy business, apart from Arthur Logan, that is. And Logan skulking across the other side of the pitch, staring at this media procession. Look at him. Mm. Not impressed. Uh, no. Um, and Roy says, uh, so if you'll excuse me, Brian, I think he'd like a word. And there, the, the, the two of them are on the pitch having a heart-to-heart. Roy is dressed in some kind of fucking... Sort of a safari that? jacket. Kind of suede safari jacket, isn't it? Yeah. With a, t- a yellow hell. tie underneath and boot-cut blue jeans. Wranglers incredible. by the looks of them. It's an incredible look. Um, and he says, uh, Well, Mr Logan, is Kenny staying with the Rovers or going on with you? Like I said, he's free to do as he likes. To be honest, pal... I've fucking had enough. Well, I can't be asked. Fuck. I mean, you know, I'll sign some other cunt. To maybe be a honest, Scott, maybe a Welshman. Don't know. Any fucking player on this team is basically window dressing. It's ten cunts plus Roy Race. That's how it works. Yeah, and he was one of the lucky cunts who had been anointed. Don't ask me why. Maybe I pitied him, right? But the fucking <laughs> headache you have been giving me from day fucking one. I'm half a mind to fuck the cunt off because I, you, I could get I, any dickhead I, to stand there. It don't matter. Ten fucking I'll functioning humans with two legs will still win. I'll, fu- I'll fucking tell you why I signed him. I signed him because he was fucking cheap. The Scots are always cheap. He was playing for some fucking knob-end fucking part-time club. I gave them two grand for him. I'm paying him 20 quid a week. He's none the wiser. So, you know, economics, isn't it? And if as they say back, about the line have him. As- to, to paraphrase Mark A. Smith, if it's Roy Race and your granny on bongos, it's Melchester. So, you know, doesn't matter <laughs> Listen, who's playing. I could get one of Blackie's fucking cousins down, right? In fucking 20 minutes, I could have them down here in my helicopter and they could turn out, right? And let me tell you, their fucking basket cases wouldn't make a blind bit of difference to me, though. <laughs> Stick them in a Melchester, put them in a fucking red and yellow kit and stand them out there next to me and say, you just stand there and watch, you silly bastard. <laughs> it's got about fucking 30 cousins up there in Liverpool all of them out of work they'd fucking walk over up calls to get into this you reckon Vic Guthrie's mental you should see these cunts <laughs> um, uh, so he says uh, is, is he staying with the Rovers or going home with you he's free to do as he likes and Logan says aye I believe that now and I must admit, I've never seen the lad approach anything with such pride and dedication. <laughs> a close-up there of Arthur's de- fucking... It's demented face. Fucking demented, yeah. 
and it's obvious that you didn't entice him away from me. But that doesn't mean that I approve of what he's done. My feelings about Melchester Rovers and football in general <laughs> haven't changed. <laughs> Powerful stuff. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. So, look after him, Riss. <laughs> He's handing him over. It's like a weird He's break the keys. Up, isn't it? If yeah. you ever yeah. break his heart, I will personally kill you, Riss. <laughs> I will pull your own heart out with my bare hands. He says, uh, so look after him, Reese. Here is his birth certificate and his national insurance number. I think you'll find it's all in order. Here is a lock of his hair. <laughs> I, I don't see why I'd be needing that. I mean, he's here. Take, take it, some of- Treasure it. <laughs> here is a lock of my hair. <laughs> so you never, ever... Forget who so, <laughs> you are answerable to. Uh, here's a look at my hair so that the bond can never be broken, truly. <laughs> I want you to affix this hair onto Kenny's head, but do not tell him. I must do it remain when a he part is sleeping. Forever. Now, I am assuming that you put all of the lads down for an afternoon nap every day before their milk and biscuits. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> this isn't a fucking nursery school. You done it, put them down for a nap. How that no wonder Kenny's been looking so peculiar. He needs his afternoon nap, but he won't have it unless he's put down for it. You need to oh, turn out the lights. To grow big and strong. <laughs> Make everything very quiet. Pull the blinds. <laughs> Maybe sing them a, a wee lullaby. And then if he cries, which he will. You have to have the guts to leave him to cry. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you ken what I mean here, Ace? Leave him to cry out on his own. In the end, he will exhaust himself. He will sleep for up to 45 minutes, and when he wakes up, he'll have his milk. And you'll be there, and he knows you'll be there, and he'll learn. (laughs) Wrap him up very tightly in this blanket. I will give it to you now. Swaddle him. Here, here are his swaddling clothes and his dummy and his favourite teddy bear. Fucking hell, this is starting to get a bit fucking creepy. Just fucking take him with you, will you? I don't want to get into this, it's weird. Blackie, get Duncan. Get Duncan over here. (laughs) I need him to sort something. I need him to translate something. Getting very fucking twisted very fucking quickly. (laughs) 
<laughs> he says, so I'll look after him, Reese. And if the lad ever wants to come back to Scotland and enter the family business, I'll welcome him with open arms. Yeah, fucking, yeah. And Rose's like, Don't yeah, yeah whatever, of course yeah. he will, yeah. That's about what happened. <laughs> Turn his back on this, fucking hell. Fair enough, Mr. Logan, says Roy. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Logan walks off looking really sad and dejected across the pitch in his green <laughs> As if he's never going to see his son again. Yeah. He can he's come down to... any time he wants. He's dead to me now. Goes down to his life. <laughs> I think it's time we trade for another Bem. But, but Arthur, but Arthur, I'm in my 50s now. I don't even know if it's possible for us to conceive at this age. I need you to try. procreate one last time, woman. <laughs> But what about Ray Kenny? Kenny is no more. Forget about him. Erase him from your mind. Do not utter that word again in my presence. (laughs) Now lie down. Assume the position. Procreation (laughs) is is about to commence. (laughs) I'm putting it in now. It is inserted. The vessel is in the dock. The vessel of life. Has been inserted into the recipient, into the host. As is my right, as a good Protestant man, who can choose when he can and cannot impregnate his woman. There, I have finished. The, the act is concluded. Go directly to hospital for the tests. <laughs> Put the kettle on the way. <laughs> require a cup of tea um, I am exhausted <laughs> uh, yeah Kenny uh, Arthur Logan walks off looking at the ground forlorn and Roy thinks to himself you're entitled to your views footer isn't everybody's game I hate footer. the word footer oh, I really hate that word I've not heard that word for decades no. footer in um, 50s Roy, which as you know I'm reading at the moment, that's almost mm, all they call it is footer. It's all about the footer. Fucking hell. So, I mean, I hate footy as well, but footer, <clears throat> worse really, isn't it? Even worse than <clears throat> footy. Oh, yeah, much It's worse. so condescending yeah. when people say to you, you, mu- you must have had this. Condescending when people go, oh, are you watching the footy? Mm. Doesn't it annoy you that? Well, it's even worse when people who don't like football try and pretend to assume the vernacular. But that, that, oh, you're watching the kickball, are you? But it, uh, only people who who aren't into football will say, "Are you watching the footy?" Yeah. So something r- a rugby fan will say to you, or something like then that. Then they go deeper. Oh, did it? Did he kick one in the score bag? Oh, oh, all that shit as well. That's just yeah. Cunt. Uh, anyway, uh, but Roy's standing there pensively, <clears throat> having a good think. And he says, but it's Kenny Logan's life. He can only go forward now, with or without his father's approval. Life is you life. It's a journey, Kenny. Trust me. Yeah. Right? It's not a destination. Yeah? It's a journey. And every day, de- you, you can only go forward in any journey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can go back. But yeah. you see what you I'm can saying. Stand still. Very easy. Yeah. But it's, it's best to keep going. Try and keep, try, just try and forget what you've done in the past. That's the main thing. There's, a, there's, a, there's no point dwelling on past mistakes. Never Numb regret anything you've done. Just regret things you haven't done. Yeah. And then do them. And then regret I, them. i tell you what worked wonders for me, right, was having that coma, right, because 
I had a lot of fucking demons starting to assemble in my knot because of some of the stuff. Let's just call it stuff that me and quite often Blackie have done over the years, just in order, not just for ourselves, but for everyone. There is an old industry that surrounds me, right? <laughs> there are a lot of people who are dependent on Roy Race, let's call it Roy Race PLC. Yeah. Roy Race Inc. Inc., yeah. And you'd be amazed, right? It ripples out throughout the whole of Melchester and beyond. So sometimes you're not the public might not want to see it, but some things have to be done that are outside of, let's say, conventional rules, right? In order to maintain the health of Roy Race Inc. Yeah. And me and me and Blackie, the things we've done, we've mainly mainly done for other people. They just wouldn't understand. But as a result, there was a cacophony of voices in my mind torturing me about the things we'd done and the things we had seen. And then when I got shot in the head, it was great because I was in that coma for a while. When I came back round again, it, you know, I had everything in perspective. I just fucking forgot about all of it because it's not uh, worth it, is it? Put it in the fucking past. Put it Burn in the outtrain. Down, right in me- Buried it right down in me psyche, right out of the way. Um, a few days later at Rovers' last match of the season at Rotherton, and there's Kenny Logan putting a goal in. Yes, 2-0. Young Logan was right on the spot for the rebound. The keeper's just tipped it into Logan's path and he's put it in, wearing the number five shirt. I'm not sure what position he's playing there. Because uh, Ronnie Whaler used to wear the number five, didn't he, for Liverpool? He was a midfielder. Yeah. Number five would, would have been a, a centre-back. Traditionally, I think. Traditionally, well, in Italy, they used to give the five to midfielders quite a lot. A, mid- a midfielder who sort of played in the um, sort of in the Pirlo role, you know, right? The deep lying kind of yeah. um, passer, right? They give okay. him a number five. Il, Maybe that's Il directory. Yeah. Well, that's probably what happened to Liverpool. It came across from Italy with all of the yeah, designer from... gear of the early eighties. They brought the number five as well. Yeah. As well as uh, fucking Tishini tracksuits. Yeah. Um, so there we are. Logan's put it in the back of the net. Even though Rovers have won the second division championship by a street, they're not taking it easy on us. And then another one of them says, apart from Mervyn Wallace, they fielded their strongest possible squad. Who's this cunt picking out Mervyn Wallace? Yeah, Mervyn Wallace is there going, hey, what's that supposed to mean, cunt? <laughs> fucking cheeky bastard. <laughs> I'm going to score you, cunt. What's this? You're the weak link, Wallace. <laughs> Fuck off, Rotherton. Fucking arseholes. 14th again, was it, lads? Yeah. Fucking pathetic. And it says, Roy had dropped back to midfield in place of Mervyn to make way for Kenny Logan. Mm. Oh, so hang on. Mervyn Wallace wasn't playing. Or was he? Ah, uh, okay. Roy's yes, playing so- in midfield. They fielded their strongest possible squad, apart from Mervyn Wallace, which means they played all of their all of their first teamers yeah. apart from Mervyn Wallace. Mervyn Wallace has been rested. They have filled Roy's, his role. Roy's in midfield. It's Roy's That's in midfield. Fucking generous, isn't it? Kenny Logan's gone up front. Whoa! This is big. This is like when yeah. Wayne, Wayne Rooney was rumored to be going to become a midfielder at the end well, of his did. career. He, he was uh, midfielder. Yeah, Derby, wasn't it? No, United, Dogging. he played a few games in midfield as well, I think. I think yeah. he did at Everton as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, Roy has let Kenny Logan uh, play up top. Um, 
And then someone in the crowd points out, doesn't make much difference. The king can play anywhere. He can play in goal if he wanted to. He's so fucking good. And the defender who, let's be honest, we've talked before about the laziness of the illustrator when he just can't be asked drawing new characters. So he just reuses them. And this is Vic Guthrie, the defender for uh, Rotherton, who who race has just gone past and who's stumbling yeah. over going, ah, because that's what you do when someone goes around <laughs> you in a football game. He's, yeah. he's identical to Vic Guthrie. Disgusting. Sloppy. Um, David Skew, obviously, who draws these, someone pointed out to us, I think over Christmas on Twitter, that David Skew does commissions and that he'll do a picture of you, yourself standing next to Roy Race. I would. I see what I'd really like is for him to do a picture of me and you, but in Roy the Rovers kits in action. Well, he would. He'd do it. He'd do it. Well, I'm going to get in touch with him then. His website is uh, there. I'm trying to find. It says you can get in touch with him. Whoa. It says on his website, it says comic strips. Well, I suppose that I'm best known for my comic illustration work that I've done over the years. These include Martin's Marvelous Mini. Roy of the Rovers. What the fuck was Martin's Marvellous Mini? And that why comes did you name it first higher before up in the Roy list. of the Rovers? Yeah, exactly. And for the last 10 years, score it in the Daily Mirror. Oh, so yeah, then like there's, some, there's some images and Roy is the third one. Fourth one, I think, on the list. The second one. The first one is Anna Kornikova comic strip for Omega Watchers. Oh, sexy. And then the second one. Oh, yeah. And then the second one is Ulrika in Scorer. And she's just Dave Story's Swedish model girlfriend. Yeah. She's he used to be very, very, very Scorer. But Scorer's been going more than 10 bikini. years. He must have taken it over. I remember when Scorer started because it was the, um, it became the rival to the Sun's striker. And obviously, yeah. we, we didn't take the Sun in our house. We took the mirror. And course, yeah. uh, as all decent families do. And uh, so I was well, the only reason that I was gutted about missing out on the on the sun because my mate got the sun in his house is that they had striker, <laughs> and I was really jealous of that because in the mirror all they had was fucking handicap, and then when they introduced scorer, fucking hell, game I, changer! I was yeah. so into it, and Ulrika was always his bird as well, yeah. Well, yeah, he's done he's done a little strip of some of his best illustrations, and the first one is Anna Kornikova, looking fit as fuck the second one is Ulrika wearing a tiny bikini top yeah with with with, uh, with incredible a knockers jugs and her hands, her hands in her hair mm. and then after that it's Royal the Rovers but then it says on his website I have worked in all mediums from line through to full colour oil painting I have done paintings covering most subjects from nudes to houses and cars <laughs> Uh, what, what can you uh, paint? What can't I paint? Nudes. I've got a lot. Nudes, houses, cars. What else is there? End of the I day. Know, did you say nudes there first? Yeah, nudes. What about it? <laughs> Just never ask me, never ask me to do hands because they are <laughs> fucking impossible. But other than that, whatever you want. I can do Ulrika's hands because they're in her hair so you don't see the fingers. That's the trick. That's the, that's the old illustrator's <laughs> that's the trick, trick yeah. that is. <laughs> so yeah, that's his that's his CV. It starts at nudes, and I can do nudes. I can do houses, cars, whatever. Fill <laughs> <laughs> up the full gamut. <laughs> nudes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, 
So, yeah, Roy's in midfield, and then he blasts one in from outside the box. It says, uh, doesn't make much difference. The king can play anywhere and score from any angle, as he puts the ball in the back of the net. Way! Cop the rocket, Rotherton! Cop the rocket. Ooh. And then this says that everyone's fucking hanging loose. Um, and then Roy goes over to Nat Gosden. He says, feel like a breather, Nat. Nat's fucking hair hanging down Nat the side of his head. all over the fucking shop. He looks about he's, he's about fucked. to drop dead. He is fucked. He says, aye, why not? It's been a long <laughs> season. It's time that sub of ours started earning his keep again. Uh, so Nat goes off. It says, as veteran Nat Gosden came off, the crowd buzzed with excitement. And uh, there we are. It says, uh, this is it. Trust old Roy to save a final surprise for us. And what is that surprise? Is it Arthur Logan coming on as a sub? Is it fucking Roy's cousin? No, it's fucking Vic Guthrie coming back. Uh, the d- return of the super brat. Livid as well. Yeah. The return of the super brat. <laughs> so there we are. That's that one. Uh, it says, next week, Vic Guthrie starts off like too much of a, inverted commas, nice guy. Mm. So, um, I mean, who so, gives a fuck? They've won the league. They're playing away from home. It doesn't matter, does it? Next week, we are on the final chapter of this book. Not the final chapter yeah. of this series, because we will be carrying on through the 80s. Because, um, I think we'll just, we'll just, we'll just tweet the, uh, the strips each week. And he has a... Anyway. Do you call it a cache? A cache, C-A-C-H-E. Uh, an archive. But what is a cache? You know you say... A what? You know when people say a, a cache of weapons? Yeah. Is yeah. That, C A C H E. C A C H E, yeah. It, that, Is that what you're accusing me of having? No, I'm not saying you've got any weapons in your home. I haven't. All right. Never, never said that. There's no weapons. <laughs> you're getting a bit. Too, hang on a minute, mate. Now I'm starting to think you do have a catch nah, of weapons. Nah, nah, nah. No, there's no weapons here. What are you saying about the comics? Go back to the comics. A cache of comics. Like you've got a cache yeah, have, yeah. of them. Yeah, I have. Talking of a cache of weapons. Just real right. quick before we go, I'm sure I've told you this, but it's quite nice when we tease the audience with celebrity anecdotes. But have I ever told you about the famous radio broadcaster, known to both you and I, who who is really mad? He's probably, like most radio presenters, are insane, like lifetimers. Not people who are people who have been on the radio, but you, your career radio hosts, right? I think they go mad. Yeah. Because yeah. just they've been locked in a fucking dark room for so many years yeah. talking it's to the themselves. It's a repetition of what they do, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I don't, I don't blame them for being mad. I would be too. But, um, but this one, I would say, is the maddest I've ever encountered. And one time, I can't remember why, but he sent a producer down to the car park to get a, a, one of his own books, like as in his own autobiography which he kept in the boot of his car and he he drove around this car and in the boot he kept like a cache of like signed copies of his autobiography (laughs) that he'd written like 20 years before but he still had a fucking bootload of them at all times right in case anyone ever asked one or he wanted to roll something i've got something for you and he'd just pop the boot and he'd go there you go and he said he said to producer go down actually i better not do it go down to the car park and get mm. a copy of the uh, of my book from the boot. Here's my car key. Mm. So the producer, a young girl, goes down to the car park, already thinks it's really weird that he's got a load of books in the boot of his car. When yeah. she pops the boot of his car, 
there is a load of books, but also there is a load of ornate, slightly antique-looking daggers. <laughs> a cache of daggers. He had a cache of ornate daggers in wow. his car. Like a, a shitload of them. Like fancy daggers, basically. Wow, fancy daggers. Yeah. yeah. That's the business to be in, isn't it? If you're going to be in the dagger business, be in the fancy dagger May business. May I ask you, why, why have you pulled me over? <laughs> May I ask you what you have in your boots, sir? Load of books and daggers. Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty standard stuff, right? No, sir, actually. Both daggers, those things sir? are fucking... What, what sort of books? Just my own autobiography, signed. Signed. About 100 copies. Why, do you want one? <laughs> what else is in well, there? Load of daggers. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you got daggers, sir? They're fancy daggers. They're fancy daggers. They're none of your concern. <laughs> They're more ornamental. Well, why are they in the boot of your car when no one can see them then? Why don't you mind your okay, own fucking yeah. business? It's a free country. This is why we voted to leave Europe. <laughs> We've taken back control. I can do it all with my fucking daggers. <laughs> First thing I did, 1st of Jan, uh, 2021. Went out to the, the dagger the shop, filled my fucking boot up with them. Up yours, Brussels. <laughs> An Englishman's boot is his castle. And mine's <laughs> full of fancy daggers. <laughs> you can fill your boot with whatever you fucking want, as long as you've got a British passport. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like we're going abroad with it anymore. <laughs> well, well no, trust me, if you do go abroad, you might want to take a couple of daggers. <laughs> Especially if you're heading to France or Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, hell. Good stuff. I can't wait for this episode to finish so I can find out who that is. I bet you can guess. Right, you're guessing three. I'll give you three guesses. You'll definitely get it in three. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Right, that's the end of this episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more next week. Uh, Bye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market